Please stand for the scripture of the reading. Oh. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua, and Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the word, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors Terah and his sons, Abraham and Nor, lived beyond the Euphrates, served other gods. Then I took your father, Abraham, from beyond the river, and led him through all the land of Canaan, and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac. Now, therefore, revere the Lord, and serve him in sincerity, and in faithfulness put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river of the gods of the Amorites in whose the land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us, we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along the, all, along all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples and the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn to you harm and consume you after having done you good. After having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord, to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and made statues and ordinance for them at Shechem. This is the word for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Hello, my name is Eli Kramer, and I'm a ninth grader at Allen High, and I'm currently in the Youth and Cantate programs at Sun Creek. I've been at Sun Creek for as long as I can remember, and it has been a second home to me since I was born. It is an honor to be standing here before you all today, and I'm grateful that I get to share my sermon with you. At the Kramer household, we love Christmas. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and in my opinion, the best holiday. Besides all of the wonderful church activities, I love how we decorate our house, specifically the Christmas trees. We hang each ornament in light with care, and it always looks amazing. Another thing that we love is sports. Luke and I play tennis and some basketball, and we have a mini basket hanging up on a door in the entryway. As the younger brother and the not as tall brother, <laughs> I feel the need to be as competitive as possible with Luke. It makes it a bit tougher knowing that Luke is the height of the whole door, but <laughs> it's still fun. <laughs> After a while of playing one day, I tried to shoot around Luke and I missed horribly. The ball ricocheted off the backboard, bounced across the den, and it hit the Christmas tree. Then an ornament may or may not have broke 
and fall in on the hardwood living room floor. But the next thing I heard made me shake. Eli Jamison Kramer. <laughs> oh no. My mom pulled out the middle name. I don't know if that's how it works in some of your families, but if my mama pulls out the middle name, I know I'm toast. Thank goodness my mom is a forgiving person, and thank goodness even more for Gorilla Glue. Now I've learned that playing indoor hoop near a Christmas tree is not the best choice. That's the funny thing about choices. That one seemed very clear looking back upon it, but I had no idea in the moment. When you are little, choices are pretty clear cut. You follow the choices your parents make, and you kind of coast along with whatever happens for the most part. When you get older, though, I've learned a little thing called responsibility. Whenever I'm in high school, I have to decide what to do and without much time. And I can't always call my parents and ask for their advice on it. Whether it's a choice of standing up for someone being picked on in the hallway, it seems easy to know what is right, but the right thing isn't always the easiest thing. Have you ever experienced that in your life? It seems easy to know what's right, but the right thing isn't always the easiest thing. In one of my favorite shows, Ted Lasso, <laughs> Coach Ted says doing the right thing is never the wrong thing. It may not be the coolest thing to do, but it is usually worth it. In the scripture today, Joshua gives the Israelites a choice. He recalls a time before Abraham, where people near the Euphrates River would worship other gods. Abraham was then called by God, and he decides to make the choice to be faithful, and soon after, his family becomes a nation. After a while, there became a famine, so the Israelites moved out to Egypt. They became enslaved and eventually freed by Moses. Moses taught them how to worship God, follow the law, and show them how powerful and how meaningful God truly is. Eventually, they reached the promised land, the land that God had for the descendants of Abraham. Once they reached the area, they sent 12 spies to survey the land. Most of the spies saw how the Canaanites were and were intimidated by them. Only Joshua and Caleb chose to believe God that they could take the land, so they were sent to the wilderness for 40 years. Eventually, Moses passed away, and Joshua was chosen to become the new leader. And that brings us to today's scripture. Joshua then continues to tell the Israelites and believers about how we should serve God with all faithfulness. He gives them a choice soon after. The Israelites can either choose to worship the many gods of their ancestors or the God that we know today. Joshua then chimes in that whatever they do will not affect Joshua. He will stay true and faithful to the God that has been with him for his life. This hits, clo this hits close to home with the Israelites, and they are confident in their decision to worship our Lord. They continue to reaffirm their faith and secure their choice. Our families reaffirm our faith, or we do, when we get baptized. And then we confirm our faith in confirmation in the seventh grade. This matches up well with my life because the start of middle school, which is seventh grade in Allen, is when I started to make more choices on my own. I no longer went to church because my parents took me, or just because it's what I've been doing, but instead I did it because I made a commitment to God and I value that. Sometimes we can get caught up in other commitments. It's a great thing to be well-rounded, but we can worship other gods and we need to put God first in what we do. We can get too caught up especially in high school, on worshiping popularity, success, approval, and a million other things. Now, some of those are good to aim for, but 
they shouldn't take us away from God. And whatever choices we make, we need to keep God in mind. These choices are also important in our lives because of how they show who we are. The choices I make in school and on a day-to-day basis reflect not just upon me, but upon my family, my church, my choir, my tennis team, and a hundred other things. No matter what you do in life, it can seem overwhelming at times, but throughout all of it, I felt calmer when closer to God. It makes my week to go to Wednesday night Bible study, Sunday morning and afternoon cantate, and Sunday night youth. These fellowship and worship opportunities have brought me to some of the most amazing people in my life. These people help support me and my choices. When it boils down to it, I want my choices to show that faith is a priority of mine, I want to be known as a kind and compassionate person, and I hope my choices make it inviting and welcoming for people to try God and church. I may not always be on the tennis team or in choir, but I will have a job and will continue to be in other kinds of groups that will bring me choices that will show my level of faithfulness to God. And I pray that I will continue to be faithful in those opportunities. So what about your life? And where do you make choices? In the different areas of your life, how do your choices help others see your faithfulness to God? When we show love in our decisions, people can see the true effect of God in our life. If we choose to act out of love, people may see our love for God. If we choose to act out of grace, they may see God's grace for them. If we we choose to act in ways that are welcoming and inclusive, they may see that God's love includes them and that the church has room for them, whoever they are. I want to be faithful like that. How about you? Amen.